And welcome once again to This Week in MCU, the after show talking all things Marvel Cinematic Universe related. I'm Kurt, and with me as always is my partner in crime, Sen Raven. Ooh, are we going to do a crime? Uh, yeah, well, maybe, but maybe not today. <laughs> uh, how are you doing? I'm doing all right, other than, you know, I'm awake. We're back. It's been a while. <laughs> we're back, baby. Yeah. So, um, and it, we're we're here to talk about Ms. Marvel episode one. Um, any any news from around uh, the MCU? There's been like rumor stuff, but none of it is confirmable. You know, like a Thunderbolt movies in the works and stuff like well, that. It's like I thought I saw like a list of 2022 not just 2022 and 2023 releases but just like a list of projects coming from Marvel and I thought Thunderbolts was on that list. I thought it was Thunderbolts right. and and another another thing that we didn't know about. But was it like an actual an official list cuz I thought it was, but I couldn't find okay. it again this that, morning. That's the problem. Like, I right. love the idea of, hey, let's do a Thunderbolts movie. Let's do a, a Hulk movie, which will not, which will not happen. Uh, if you see, if you seen a Hulk poster, you know that's not real. Right. Right. <laughs> as much as I would love to see these movies, like I'm, I'm not gonna get excited over it until I see like an official, <clears throat> hey, coming in 2024. You right. Know, here, here's at least some of the casting. <laughs> What I did see that was official was from Marvel Entertainment. It said, No Way Home, the more fun stuff edition coming September 2nd. Oh, cool. I don't know if that means online or, or digital distribution or if that means a re-release in the theater. Um, uh, I'll see it either way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so... That'll be uh, interesting. That'll be interesting. Yeah. Uh, other Marvel news, though. Uh, Midnight Suns for the for the video game is out in October. We actually have a confirmed uh, release date on that. Yep, yep. I, I that doesn't it, it doesn't excite me. Um, but that's just because of the type of game that it is. Um, and but it is it it, it looks nice. Yeah, and, and we'll see. How that all goes down. And um, there was one more. What was it? Oh, oh, right. The remastered Spider-Man coming to PC. Right. <laughs> right. So I finally get to play that game. Right. Yeah. I might actually play that game now, too, uh, if it's coming to the PC. So, uh, yeah. So we'll see what that is. Um, okay. Uh, let's see. Let's just do this. If you want to follow us, you can follow us on twitch.tv slash VO by Kurt and subscribe to the podcast by going to anchor.fm slash this dash dash week dash in MCU, all dashes in between the words, uh, or just search for this week in MCU wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to watch us live, you can watch us on a weekend morning at 1030 a.m. <laughs> or so. Um, uh, just uh, click follow on the VO by Kurt channel and you'll you'll know when we go live. Uh, somewhere or, in that time frame. Somewhere in that time frame. Uh, if you leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, we will read it here uh, during the recording of the show. All right. If you oh, yeah. leave us a not five-star review, we'll read it somewhere else. Yeah, we'll probably read it somewhere else. Um, it will read it in the bathroom, crying by ourselves, <laughs> sitting in the corner. Because um, why are you so mean to everybody? <laughs> so mean. Um, uh, a reminder that this show has spoilers. 
So if you've not watched Ms. Marvel episode one, please go back and watch it and re and listen to this right after that. Okay. Episode one is entitled Generation Y, W-H-Y. Um, we open with the Marvel flipping logo like we do, you know, where it shows all the characters and whatnot. However, they've added to, uh, to, to this. They've added uh, Doctor Strange from Multiverse of Madness, and they've added Moon Knight. Uh, to the to the animations, so well deserved, and that melds right in, and I mean meld because like the Marvel logo f- transitions into this, um, basically paper cutout animation with Kamala, uh, doing her podcast, her her video podcast about, um, the Avengers, and this this one she's talking about the final chapter to her ten part series on. Captain Marvel, and we see paper cutout animations, which look awesome. Uh, very, very much uh, diary, diary of a uh, uh, geeky. What was the uh, name? Oh, of the uh, uh, a diary of a wimp. Right. Yeah, diary of a wimpy kid. A wimpy kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it was. Um, yes, very much in that style. Um, so we get paper cutout animation depicting the Thanos invasion. And she, her voiceover is talking about the whole thing. The Avengers are trying to save the Earth, but losing badly until Captain Marvel blasted in. And we see depictions of Captain Marvel's costumes all over her wall and be- which all all over her bedroom. She's got drawn pictures. She's got cutouts. She's she's got pictures of Cap uh, Captain Marvel uh, all over the place. Um, she learned. A bunch about stuff because Scott Lang apparently has a podcast called Big Me Little Me, published by <laughs> This Powered Life. Um, so clearly a This American Life uh, uh, takeoff, and with, with superpowers, with superpowers, which is probably why and how people have learned more about what happened during that invasion. Because there's a whole lot that. Like they wouldn't know the person's name is Thanos, probably. Right, and and it all happened in you know two hours, three hours. Right, right. So, um, so she knows. Uh, so Kamala says she knows three things to be true. Captain Marvel blasted through the Thanos's fleet, which is true. She punched Thanos in the face, which is also true. <laughs> and um, it and uh. Basically, she said, and someone can come out of nowhere and do something amazing. Uh, some people had thought that Captain Marvel abandoned Earth because Captain Marvel's not on Earth, and she knows this apparently. Uh, but Kamala doesn't think that's true, and she says maybe we'll learn something at AvengerCon, which is an Avengers convention in New Jersey. And she wraps up her podcast and says, next week, next week's episode, why I think. Thor is secretly a gamer. Uh, which, there's no secret about it. There's no secret it. about it. We know he is, but she wouldn't. Yeah. She wouldn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and the name of her podcast production is Sloth Baby Productions, which is really cute. Which is really uh, cute. If if anybody's played the Marvel's Avengers game, the that's basically the the opening sequence to the game. Is uh, her going to uh, AvengerCon right. with with her with her dad? Right. 
Uh, so you, you get to w- walk around there and meet everybody, but like it's an actual, you know, it's a convention, giant yeah. convention, and in uh, you know, full full works. I don't remember so that, was I, was I, that convention like on a helicarrier or something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was. <laughs> it, it was. So this convention will not be on a helicarrier, but it <laughs> is going to be at a memorable place, which we'll talk about. Um, all right. So we see her publish her podcast, and she we see her page, and her podcast, like many YouTube podcasts, has no listeners, like no downloads, no views, except for her best friends. Um, so that's uh, that's that's kind of cool. I like how it kind of grounds it in today's world as kind of a true teenager type thing. So. Um, all right, so we see Kamala Zami, Maniba, uh, is calling her. She's going to be late for her driving test because Kamala is a junior in high school and should be driving. So we, we go downstairs and we see her brother Amir uh, praying and Dad is at the kitchen table. And Dad's going, dude, if you keep praying like that, you know, you're not going to have time for anything else. Um, Dad's kind of like a take it easy kind of dad, which is interesting. Um, so mom and dad are giving her advice for her driving test. Mom is saying, remember, look at your rearview mirrors every 15 seconds. And dad's going, eh, you know, you don't have to look at your mirrors that, that often. Right. And, and by the way, <laughs> the world moves fast, so you don't really have to stop at stop signs. <laughs> just kind of roll through them. You're ro- not in California. This right. is a New Jersey city show. Right. Right. Uh, <laughs> teaching, teaching her how to do the California roll. But, yeah. but. Uh, it doesn't matter because we switch to Kamala in her driving test, adjusting her mirrors and, and her sunglasses and her sunglasses. And she starts the car, the radio's blasting. She turns off the radio. Cool. And the instructor who looks like the teacher from Spider-Man, but A it's little not, bit, it's, right? it, but yeah, yeah, but it's not him. Um, the instructor says, okay, you can pull out and she guns the gas and backs into the instructor's car. <laughs> Thus endeth the driving test. <laughs> yeah, that's usually that will usually put a put a stop to whatever you're doing. Although Kamala says, I don't think anybody saw that. And the guy's going, Yeah, that's my car. That's my car. <laughs> and then we get to the title screen. Um which is cool. And that immediately drops into the instructor's car being towed away. Mom and dad are driving her home. Um and Kamala starts daydreaming. Day, daydreaming. We see Manhattan in the background, and we see the vestiges of Avengers Tower uh, in the background as well. Um, still speculation that that is going to become the Baxter Building. I yeah. don't think. So. I don't think so. But but we'll see. It certainly wasn't where the Baxter Foundation was. Uh, in in uh, multiverse, it, you know that was that was in Central Park, but um, that's all right. Uh, you know, if it, if it becomes the Baxter Building, I'll be pretty happy about that. That that works. Um, okay, so uh, we flip to Kamala going to school, and she goes to school at Coles Academic High School, and there's a plaque uh, with the name of the high school on it, and it's saying established 1979, and there are names on the plaque. And the names are G. Willow Wilson, who is the comics writer from the initial Ms. Marvel run of comics. 
There's Ian Herring, who is an illustrator for Ms. Marvel. There's Stephen Wacker, who's a writer and producer for, for Marvel. There's Takeshi Miyazawa, who is a comic artist. Adrian Alfona, uh, who is an artist on Ms. Marvel and Runaways. Joe Caramagna, a uh, comic writer. Jamie McKelvey, an artist most notably known for Young Avengers. And Nico Leon, a Ms. Marvel artist. Um, I like when they do that stuff. Yeah, I do too. I do too. So, um, she tries to make her way to her locker. Uh, and there are two girls in front of it who don't let her in, and they're going, yeah, we're in the middle of something, hang on a second, which means they're not going to let her into her locker. And she's like, oh, okay, fine, I can just download the periodic table on my phone. Uh, and in almost like a, a jump screen type fashion, um, a slushy appears in front of Kamala's face. But it's not thrown at her, which is good. I'm happy. <laughs> yeah, that would be. That. Yeah, I'm. I'm, happy, I'm glad that they didn't go that way. Yeah, and instead, it's a slushy that's provided by Bruno, her best friend. Um, she explains that she failed the driving test, and Bruno says, "So we're not going to AdventureCon, right?" And Kamala's like, "Yeah, no, 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 no. I have the costume. I just have to put the final flourish on." And they meet up with Nakia, and Bruno pays her the results from their driving test bet. Which <laughs> I, I thought was awesome. I thought it was kind of cool that Bruno bet on her. Um, not, yeah, yeah, you know, not against her. N- not not surprising at all. Yep. Uh, Kamala bumps into Zoe on the stairs. Zoe Zimmer from the comics. Uh, clearly, Zoe is the mean girl in this high school. Uh, you know, they're setting up that trope. Um, which I went oh, okay, fine. We're gonna go that way. Um, we also see throughout the school posters in the background for student elections and we see Dustin for Prez and he's a very good choice. And it's a <laughs> reference to Dustin Berry, who is a set designer slash decorator <laughs> for a lot of Marvel stuff. He's I a- caught that one and, I, and like you always go through these yep. and I caught that one. I'm like, who the, what is that name? And <laughs> so I looked that up. I was like, oh, that's pretty freaking funny. Right. Yeah, so, and he's listed as the lead set buyer on Ms. Marvel. So that's, I, I, I do like when they use the names like that and give people some yeah. credits. It's, it's cool. Um, Kamala gets paged to the principal's office. And I think it's a principal. It might be a guidance counselor, but I'm pretty sure it's the principal. Um, and it's, uh, his name is uh, Gary Wilson. Again, and he, on, on his desk, he has a GWW. Um, uh, paper holder or envelope ho- holder, and GWW are the the initials to G Willow Wilson, the 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 writer from the original run. So I think that was a little nod to her. Uh, but he, his name is Gabe Wilson, and he's like, "Hey, look, I know you've had a rough couple of weeks." And then we get a montage of uh, a dodgeball hitting her, a teacher getting ticked off at a sketch that of the teacher that she did uh, <laughs> depicting her as a demon, which if those sketches are supposed to be how she draws, she draws She's really incredible. good. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like hire this chick now. Right. Uh, teachers are complaining that she's been doodling all day and that she's daydreaming. And while Gabe Wilson is talking, she starts daydreaming and he goes, no, no, 
you got you to figure things out, and this is where we get the clip from the trailer that says, so do I have to figure out my future before lunch or what? Um, in essence, he's doing a terrible job inspiring. I will say that it's not really an Easter egg, but of note, he's got that hang in there poster in his office with the kitten hanging from the branch. Ugh. <laughs> I hate that so I much. love the kitten. I hate the poster. Right. So we move from there to the Circle Q store, which is where Bruno works. Um, and they talk about going to AvengerCon and they're working on the Captain Marvel costume in the store for the costume contest. Um, here is where we see an ATM machine in the background and there's a QR code above the ATM machine. And in true Marvel fashion, because I think they're going to continue doing this, the QR code takes you to the Marvel website and the first issue of Miss Marvel. So, uh, so it's a free comic that they're doing, and we'll put the link so you don't have to scan the QR code. But we'll put the link. Go in, read it in the uh, show notes there. So, uh, so yeah, go read it. It's fantastic. Um, so, uh, Bruno says, "Yeah, you know what you need to do, right? You need to ask your mom for a ride." And Kamala just uh, is not wanting it. But they're on their bikes. And as they ride, they talk about that final flair she needs for her costume. And this is, a, this is a, an aspect of the show that I, I love. When, when, they, when they're talking imaginative, imaginatively, things in their surroundings change. So, like, uh, they're talking about different versions of Captain Marvel mashups or how she can add flourish to the Captain Marvel co costume she has. And it's showing up as graffiti on the walls in back of them, animated graffiti, which is really cool. Which, and it moves along and it changes constantly. Yeah, all the diff like everything they're talking about, it just pops up in animation. I'm like, that, it took me a, a second to catch that. Yeah, it's like, oh, hey, that's that's really cool. It's really cool. So we've got Captain Panther uh, as a Black Panther mashup. We've got Iron Marvel. We've got Doctor Strange Marvel with the multi arms. I want to see that though. Yeah. <laughs> We've got an Asgardian Marvel. We've got a Steampunk Marvel. We've got Riding Sloth Baby. Uh, we've got <laughs> uh, Princess Marvel. And she goes, no, no princess. Uh, zombie Captain Marvel. Um, and what we what happens is at the end of that ride, at the end of that conversation, they, they pass by a blank wall where all of the different ones that they talked about converge, which was, again, pretty cool to see. So... They get back home. Kamala's like on the couch, just lounging around. And mom walks in and drops a box on the table. And Kamala opens it to see what's going on. It's from her grandmother. And it's just stuff that her grandmother drops off every now and then. So she opens it up and finds this kind of weird, intricate bracelet. Um, and she's like, well, what's, what's all this? And... And mom goes, ah, it's just junk. And she puts the bracelet back in the box, gives it to Amir, and says, hey, put this in the attic. The thing is, like, when she actually, you know, it's knickknacks from your grandmother. Okay, then, you know, grandma wants me to have this and you know, fairly send a reaction. But she actually has a reaction when she sees the bracelet. She, she like, does. She actually, like, kind of snatches it away. And, like, you, you know, I don't want you having this. 
Yeah. So something's up. Something's Mom up. knows. Grandma knows what's up. I Mom think, knows what's up. I think Grandma knows a lot of what's up. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, because uh, there's other hints later on. So, um, so basically, uh, she she gives the box to Amir to put in the in the attic, and and she goes, well, it, he's going. Why doesn't Kamala do it? Well, Kamala's coming with me to run errands to try to uh, get stuff for your wedding. So, I think that wasn't planned. I think Kamala, she was trying to get Kamala out of the house to divert her attention from the mm, bracelet. Maybe. But so, maybe. so she's running errands with mom. Uh, they're shopping everywhere, blah, blah, blah. Kamala's trying on some clothing for the wedding, uh, Amir's wedding. And, uh, she's just having a terrible time. We flip back home to Kamala's dad, who is working with Bruno and Bruno's there and Bruno's c- connecting a Zuzu, which is uh, like an echo, like an Amazon echo and programmed it to understand Urdu. So he, he can say Zuzu put on the sports game and he does. And it turns off the lights, turns on the lights, all that. Um, Mom gets home and she goes, okay, let me, uh, let me get something for you. I'll, I'll prepare you some food. And Bruno's going, no, I'm all set. No, it's fine. We'll, we'll, and and ten seconds later, mom comes back with like six containers, six like Tupperware containers filled with food. She uh, is magic. She is magic. At the very least, she's speedy. She's very yeah. speedy. Um, so Bruno takes off, and Kamala makes a plea to go to AvengerCon this weekend. Mom thinks it's a party at night, which is not really incorrect, but. Um, <laughs> She's not wrong. She's not wrong, but uh, <laughs> and Kamala tries to explain the difference between a party and a convention, and she explains that she wants to dress like Captain Marvel, and Mom is like, "Oh, that's a tight suit," and she's going, "Well, that's not that tight." And, yes, it is. Um, so we flip to Kamala upstairs on her bed, kind of crying, and Amir brings her some tea. And says, hey, you know, let me talk to them. Let me let me see if, if I can make an appeal. Um, and Kamala texts Bruno, and her text appears on the ceiling in the stars. Which is so good. Yeah. Um, and yeah the animation stuff was cute. This was really, <clears throat> sorry, this was really well done. Right, and the, just that, that aesthetic that, that they do with putting that kind of thing Instead of showing you the screen, they they show it to you in a different way, right? So, um, she said no appears in the stars in her room. Um, we flipped to Bruno. His texts appear in the background as well, um, where he's texting back and forth. And the first one, it, it shows up in the in the crosswalk as pavement chalk, and like the emojis and whatnot that they're using show up as neon signs in the circle queue and um an led sign uh it just again it's that same type of thing where they just incorporate it into the background and it it, it's pretty cool um so we uh go to the next uh, and oh and bruno entered the circle queue because he lives in the apartment upstairs um which is what we find out there and it's not clear what kind of a family he has yet if any, um, yeah. 
but the next day Kamala is wearing the costume and she's trying to see what she can do to enhance it. She tries a scarf. Um, but then she's interrupted by her mother and she throws on a bathrobe, uh, to try to hide it. And her mom comes in and says, okay, so Amir talked to us and we're going to let you go. We're going to let you go, but we have some conditions. So your dad drives you. He goes in with you for two hours and you have to dress like the Hulk. And she pulls out a homemade Hulk costume. And dad will match. And he pops in not just with the same type of costume, but also his whole head all painted green to be Hulk-like. Which, God, I got to tell you, man, seems pretty endearing to me. Um, the, the the dad is great, but like that's... Uh, from for the parental stuff, like the most cringeworthy. Oh yes, thing, right? yes. Well, and she says, you know, Kamala says, "I we can't, we can't go. I can't go like this because it's humiliating." And Dad is kind of heartbroken at that because he yeah. he doesn't think he's humiliating, and and mom and her mom's like, uh, "Yeah, you can go as Little Hulk and Big Hulk," and she's going, "Well, there's there isn't no Little Hulk that," and she doesn't. She doesn't see it for the outreach that it is. She sees it just as I'm going to be humiliated by going to the convention like this. So, like, she doesn't get it, but the parents don't get it either. I mean, it's still you know the parents don't just right. don't understand. Right? Let's like, just let's just play that song. Well, yeah, no we'll, kidding. <laughs> well, we got this section going. Um, so, mom is going. Well, if you don't go with your dad, you don't go. And she leaves, and dad is so disappointed, and. She tries to apologize a bit to him, and and he just looks at her and says, "You're not going," and and takes off. So we flip back over to Bruno, and Bruno's looking at the Caltech webpage because he's got some aspirations. Uh, he's he's a, a bit of an inventor, um, and clearly a tech guy. He's gonna be. I think he's gonna be the guy in the chair. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know. So, um, so Bruno says, "Hey, okay, want, let's meet up on the roof. We can talk." And so Bruno and Kamala sit on the roof and talk, and we see again another Manhattan skyline they're looking over. And Kamala's just going, "Yeah, I just it's you know it's not the brown guys from Jersey, the brown girls from Jersey City that saved the world." And Bruno's like, "Sure they do. You're Kamala Khan." And, and kind of giving her the old, uh, you can do whatever you want type thing. And they have a moment, and it looks like they may kiss. Yeah. And Bruno freaks out and just says, oh, <laughs> I want to show you my photon gloves. And he created some photon gloves for her. Now, in the closed captioning, they capitalized the word photon, as in the superhero. Right. So, um, but they're just LED lit gloves, and they have fun, you know, doing like fake fighting on the roof and everything. So I, I, I thought like I caught the the capitalizing thing, yep. but like we haven't seen Photon yet, mm-hmm. not at, at all, at all. So yeah, uh, that's just more like not since Westview. Like, <laughs> well, right, but like nobody knows Photon, right? As far uh, as we know, so- that's true. Yeah. Yeah, so this is like just a nice little uh, future uh, Easter egg. Right. So uh, we get to the next day and we're at school again in the locker room at school. And 
they're getting ready for gym class. We flip back out to the gym, and sure enough, another trope. Zoe throws a dodgeball and hits Kamala in the face on purpose. Uh, she says she doesn't. She didn't do it on purpose. It was on purpose. Everybody knows this. Obviously. So, yeah. So uh, they don't make much out much more out of the day, the school day. So they go back home, and we see Dad arguing with that Zuzu, trying to get it to do <laughs> what it wants. <laughs> That's probably the most realistic thing of the entire show. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> is is arguing with your uh, voice assistant that I should not name. Yes, I know. That's I've been trying to avoid saying the name because mine's right in back of me and it's already gone off once now. So, um, all right. So Kamala goes to bed and then she has an idea. And the next day, Kamala is deciding she's going to sneak out to go. And she's explaining the entire uh, plan to Bruno. And it's very complicated in the way she explains it. But basically, they're going to grab a bus. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. I like the fact that they're going to ride off of, uh, off of a bridge on, onto the bus and then flip over the top of it and onto the... The animations for the explanation were, were awesome. Right, right. Because they, they give us a live-action depiction of everything she's explaining, um, <laughs> and including how she's going to sneak out of her house by... Jumping, grabbing a branch outside her window, doing a flip with a superhero landing, um, the, the the whole thing. Um, and when she talks about grabbing the bus and bringing their bikes on the bus, uh, we see somebody who's dressed as a dancer from Captain America's USO tour, uh, mm-hmm. the Star Spangled Man with a plan guy, uh, a w- woman. So I thought that was a nice touch. Uh, and in all of her explanations bruno's cosplay is tony stark in this which is kind of funny when you freeze frame it um so she fantasized about winning the costume contest and and she ends up getting a tiara a tiara that's made out of gold uh, out of uh, diamonds obviously um and the plan ends with yeah her sneaking back in her room before her dad checks in on her and they, they've got a tight timeline. They've already timed it all out and everything. And Bruno says, yeah, cool, except you haven't finished your costume yet, so you got to do that first, don't you? And, he, and he's like, you know, maybe maybe add something Pakistani to it. Um, and so Kamala's back at home, or still at home, and she's checking it out. And she goes, she goes hey, I'm going to go check out that box in the attic. She, she goes up to the box in the attic, and she grabs the bracelet from the box as well as a red scarf and that's all we see and the next day is the day of AvengerCon it becomes around time to do the plan she grabs her suit the plan begins and they're already running 20 minutes late (laughs) so before they even really get out of the house so uh, plan's already un- in trouble. They get on their bikes. They try to get to the bus. They miss the bus. Then they find another bus. They get on the bus, but Kamala's bike gets shut out of the bus, which is which the- is, like completely ridiculous. Yes, yes. Uh, that that was the first of all. You can't bring your bike on a bus. Well, maybe you can in Jersey. 
Uh, maybe, but I don't. I don't think so. I mean, Second, even here, buses have bike racks. Right, you go yeah. on the front of it, and the bus waits until you secure your bike on uh, on the on the rack. And, right, and and no bus driver would take off with the, with your bike on the on the ground. Well, it's not like a subway, right, where the doors closed and you can't open them yeah, again. Exactly, <laughs> he's got a freaking lever right there. He just opened the freaking door. Right, so that was the that was the part that that kind of bugged me a little bit. But okay, so we get to AvengerCon. And AvengerCon is being held at Camp Lehigh, where Steve Rogers did boot camp. And outside of the entrance to AvengerCon is a big uh, Captain America statue, which was a nice touch. Uh, we see a lot of costumes, including the dancer from the fantasy scene, uh, is, is who is on the bus in Kamala's fantasy, uh, but not on the bus, on the real bus. <laughs> but um, she is there going into the into the uh, convention as well. Um, we get into the convention and we hear "Star Spangled Man with a Plan" song playing in the background, and we th there's a whole bunch all kinds of exhibits like you would expect, and there's a there's a, a things Hulk smashed exhibit. Uh, there's a, a refrigerator there apparently with a handprint from the Hulk on the front of it, oh. which takes up almost the entire door. Um, there's a, and the things Hulk smashed exhibit also has one of those um, carnival games where you smash it, smash the thing with the hammer and it rings the bell at the top. They, they got that. Um, there's also a, uh, we thank you for your sacrifice poster. Uh, the memorial wall type thing with Black Widow and Iron Man. Um, I did see another video where they were saying, well, where's Vision? And I'm going, well, the Vision's a little bit more complicated <laughs> because of Westview. So Yeah, yeah. So, um, so that, was, that was nice uh, just to see the, the kind of memorial wall. Um, and then we move over to a Captain Marvel exhibit and Kamala is obviously starstruck. Um, and we hear in the background, uh, somebody announcing the Captain Marvel costume contest. And we see Zoe there in a Captain Marvel costume, but the old style from the eighties where she had yeah, with feathered the hair and like spandex and... The little uh, mask over the eyes. The mask over the eyes and, and the like uh, scarf hanging off the hip. Um, which was... Uh, the, the representation of that costume was great. It was just... It, it, it was really accurate. Um, but like we haven't seen that in MCU, so no. where did she get that costume from? Right, right. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> it's, it's made up. That's what it is. Because yeah. everybody's got their yeah, own sure. take. So... Um, so Kamala is in the bathroom trying to get her costume together and whatnot. She's uh, having a hard time getting the bracelet on. Uh, so she 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 has the photon gloves. She sticks the photon gloves in the helmet for Cap for Captain Marvel. And then here's the announcement that you know final call. So she grabs the helmet. The photon photon gloves land in the bathroom, and she doesn't wear them. So she gets to the stage. She's trying to put the bracelet on. Finally, 
if you actually do like a, a bit of a slow-mo, there's a, there's like a little, um, switch gear thing that she turns on the bracelet that opens it up. So she gets it open, puts it on, it clamps down and kind of extends, makes it a longer bracelet. And then she gets this purple glow kind of over her arm first and, uh, over her shoulders and, and on the, onto the other side. Um, and, and that looked like, like maybe only she's seeing it. Cause there's no reaction from anybody else. She's not standing by herself. Right. And then she, she appears to like fall backwards on the film to, I labeled the upside down. I know it's not the upside down. Yeah, but, but it certainly but looked like that type of that effect, kind of though. a thing, right? Where she there's a there's a screen with a lot of people in in the dark with glowing eyes. You can't make anything out, but it's all got a purple tinge on it. And then she snaps back to to reality. And she says, "Did you see that?" And and Bruno has no idea. Um, she can see dead people, right? And Bruno says, "You got to go." Uh, and Kamala's on stage and. She, there's a lot of flash photography and a spotlight. It seemed to me that the light was bothering her more than it should. She was like way more no, affected. It, it, it can be just overwhelming. It can, you know. but it, I just, it felt odd to me. That's all. It just felt a little odd. So whatever she, so she's there and then she, she kind of thrusts her hand forward to, to kind of not have the spotlight and, a projection comes out of her hand, um, which the directors have described as hard light. So comes out of her hand and people are cheering because they think it's a, an effect of her costume. Um, and she, so she's firing these like uh, hard light discs, I guess. Um, and hits this giant Ant-Man head. Um, and it starts shaking and whatnot. And then the head drops and it rolls and the crowd's still cheering, except for the people that are in the way of the head. Uh, they're screaming. Uh, the head rolls. It hits a giant Mjolnir. Again, I don't know why there's so many giant things at this convention. Right. But there's a giant swinging Mjolnir um, who... Completely unrealistic, because that's so not safe. Right. And it's So it's, uh, it's heading towards the stage. Uh, Zoe is coming up to Kamala and saying, that was amazing. Do you, do you hire out for parties? And Kamala's like, get out of the way. And she ducks and Zoe gets absolutely plastered by this hammer, uh, but hangs onto it and goes swinging for a couple of times, which again, I don't know how you do that, but Okay. If that thing is heavy enough for her to be able to hang on to and swing, it would have killed her when you hit her. Exactly, exactly. So um so Zoe not only swings back, but gets slammed into the wall <laughs> and falls. Uh and as she falls, Kamala reaches out and catches her with a with what appears to be like a hard light hand. Um, kind of, kind of like the embiggen thing from the yeah. comics, um, and and lets her, and she falls to the ground more gently. Um, Zoe clearly doesn't know that it's Kamala, which is good. Um, Kamala and Bruno 
from there race home. And Kamala's like, I, I've got powers, but I, I don't know what's going on. I, what What's up? And Bruno's like, don't worry. You know, I'm not going to tell anybody. And, and you believe him. That's cool. She, Bruno tries to give her a, a, a boost to the second floor, which is where her bedroom is. And her powers provide another step for her to get onto her section of the roof. She sneaks in. And in true parental fashion, mom is in her bedroom waiting. <laughs> and she's very disappointed. And mom says the words that I've seen what happens when people get obsessed with fantasies. Um, she's already made reference to her, to Kamala's grandmother being obs- obsessed with fantasies. Um, there's something there. There's got to yeah. be something there. So... Kamala's upset, uh, and and mom is like going, you got to decide whether you're going to deal in the real world or whether you're going to deal with this like cosmic fantasy life thing that you've got going on. And Kamala is upset, and she re-looks at the bracelet, and she sees the purple glow form around her hand, and she says, cosmic. Because obviously. Yeah, and credits. Okay, so before we get into the credits portion of it, um, here's I, I've I've been thinking about this a lot, and I, y- you know that I've had a hard time with the way they've changed her powers. Yeah, right. Where love, bra- that's basically the most common complaint. Is, yeah, yeah. Bracelet you know, driven versus it's just too much. Her being inhuman, that that kind of thing. I think I found a solution. Okay. I think she is inhuman. And I think the bracelet might contain Terrigen Mists. Yeah, that could be it. And if you remember, when people get hit by the Terrigen Mists, they get put into a cocoon before they emerge with their powers. Right. That purple sheathing coming out of the bracelet, it like, it's kind of like a cocoon. It's it's covering her. I'm wondering if this is a way to trigger the Terrigen Mists in a more controlled fashion. That'd be kind of kind of interesting take on it. So and and we'll only know by the end of the season. I think we'll we'll know what's going on, but. Um, I saw an interview with the directors that said that we'll see Kamala's powers evolve until the end, uh, until the last episode where we'll see where we'll see the real deal, but using those terms. So whatever the real deal actually means, because that could mean just a much better mastery of her powers. That, that's all that, that, that might mean. We just don't know. So, so I think I, I I'm I definitely want to hang in there and watch it. I loved the vibe of this whole episode. I thought it was uh, really cool uh, from a uh, making me believe she's a teenager, making me believe she's going through that stuff, um, giving us a lot of her um, Muslim background. I, I thought it was it was very cool. 
It was very cool. Um, however, the credits, because it's the first time we've seen these credits, um, there's a lot of animated graffiti like we've seen in the background on one of the screens of the credits. There's a trust a bro moving truck. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I caught that one. Which is pretty cool. Um, they're using a lot of the artwork on the building graffiti from the comics, which I thought was really cool too. And in the first time ever, I think we get a mid credit scene in the first episode of a Marvel yeah. series. Yep. Um, and we get two agents that are looking at each other and they see the video from the, from Avenger con and they say they they see what Kamala's doing and they say hmm bring her in and it, dun, dun, dun. it yeah so it is the department of damage control That's, which we're supposed to get a show for right it is agents Deaver and Cleary and Cleary is the one who arrested Peter Parker in No Way Home Oh, really? It's the same guy. It's the same guy. Oh, I didn't recognize him. Yeah. So, do we get a Matt Murdock? That'd be really cool. That'd be a great tie-in. Wouldn't it? It'd be cool if we got a little Matt Murdock in here. So, um, so in the comics, um, much later on, like I think last year, maybe the year before, might, might, be, might be just a couple of years ago, um, Ms. Marvel got hurt in in some super villain attack of some sort. And the government tried to crack down, use that, like they did for, for the original Civil War in the comics. But they used that to um, pass legislation that said no youth superheroes. If you are underage and caught uh, acting as a superhero, you can be arrested. Um, and so it could be that they're trying to use this to do something like that. Um, my guess is that, look, we've all been speculating on Young Avengers, right? Uh, yeah. It wouldn't surprise me if they're going to use that to parlay into that. A government-controlled Young Avengers. Potentially, because we've already yeah, we, we've already cool. got we've already got a whole bunch of heroes that could jump in. So, um, so yeah, uh, so so there's that. Uh, otherwise, I didn't see anything in the credits um, that was unexpected. Um, the, really, the Deaver and Cleary thing was was the big one. Everybody else is named as you would expect. There was nothing special. Um, I really, really enjoyed this show. Um, any thoughts on your end of things? Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing where it goes because it's definitely uh, different. Do we know who her, her big bad is? I haven't heard anything about it. Neither have I, and I haven't really looked. Um, I will tell you that this episode has a... Rotten Tomatoes score of critic rating 97%. Oh, wow. That's Aud really yeah. high. Audience score, 
85%. That's still really high. It's still really high. People are digging it. And, yeah, and as a, well they there should. There's a lot of, you know, of course the the vocal majority is the the jerks. Yeah. Uh but like whatever. If you don't like it then don't don't bloody watch it. Right. Right. So, uh yeah. Yeah, I think um it's fun. I'm looking forward to next week. It's good to be doing this again. It seems like we took a pretty large break. Yeah. Um, There was nothing going on. (laughs) Right. And so coming up for us is um, what's next after this? Well, we got Love and Thunder coming up pretty soon. Right? Yeah. So So that would be fun. Yeah. So Thor, Love and Thunder... And I'm really, I th- I'm really kind of trying to stay away from those trailers. Oh, the trailers are so good. Though. I know, I know. I've seen a couple of them. Yeah, Love and Thunder is July eighth, which means, uh, which means it'll hit like like it seems to happen a lot. It'll hit while we're in the last couple of episodes of um, Ms. Marvel. Yeah, and then we roll into, uh. I am Groot on August tenth. <laughs> yeah, and those are going to be just those are going to be shorts. So um, we'll be able to deal with we'll be able to cover those. That won't be a problem. And then She Hulk August seventeenth. I am looking forward forward to that a Me lot. Too. Me too. Um, especially since they they cleaned up the, the CGI. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, all right, <clears throat> cool. With that, we will see you guys next week. Uh, so, Sen, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me every morning on twitch.tv slash Riven for uh, Marvel Strike Force and a couple other games. And just come hang out, play some music, and have a, have a good, relaxing morning. And you can find me at VO by Kurt on Twitch, Twitter, Instagram, uh, TikTok uh, for my... Solo podcast, Storytime with Kurt, uh, where I have either reading books or I'm doing poetry with videos. So it's a partially video podcast, and that can be found wherever you get your podcasts. Also, just launched this week in Batu, where we're covering all things Obi-Wan on Disney+. Plus. So you can search for that as well. And Thursday night, Sen and I are both on... FTH Beyond, uh, all about Marvel Strike Force and whatever we feel like talking about uh, with Charles McFall. So uh, there's that. And I've been doing a lot of streaming of Marvel Snap, a new Marvel card game coming out. Uh, I know, Sen, you have as well. Uh, it's a lot of fun. And I'm going to keep streaming. I'll do some more streaming later today. So with that, we will see you guys next weekend. Have a good one. Ready? <laughs> I stopped all over your. Bye.